0: Hello, and welcome to Circuit Cast, Mark Williams Takawingawa. Today, my guest is Leala Falisuga, an artist based in the Horafenoa. Her most recent work is a video entitled Vessel, Dissolution It's in the Milk. Commissioned for Wellington Public Art Space Mason Screen, It's in the Milk reflects on motherhood, photography, and memory. It's the latest iteration of a photographic project that began in 2016 as a series of Polaroid stills shot during Leala's pregnancy. For the new work, Leala presents her archive as an unsteady sequence of photographs, sometimes blurred in close-up or obscured by milk poured on the image. On the soundtrack, her voiceover addresses her visceral experience of motherhood as a process of birth, grief and love. I spoke to her about making the new work and inspiration gathered from the films of M.D. Brown and working with her collective 7558. Kia Layala, Leala, welcome to the pod.
1: Not Mark, thank you for having me.
0: My pleasure. So let's talk about this wonderful new work of yours. The images are very personal. Could you talk a little bit about the source material? Where where, and when do these images come from?
1: Absolutely. So it's a, an, an extension of a previous project that started back in 2016. So the original project is called Vessel, and it's a photographic project that was originally part of The exhibition um, "Yours to Tell," which was curated by Catherine Hunt, and it was up in Auckland in the is it the RM Gallery, and that was back in two thousand and sixteen. and And the premise of that exhibition was about communicating a story with authority, so embracing your own authority to tell the story. And originally, I had another work planned for that exhibition, but at the time, I was actually pregnant, so I was pregnant with my twin daughters who are now six I had a whole lot of Polaroid film I had purchased it the year before when I was a student so for another project and I had leftovers and I was just playing around with that as a documentation tool but what ended up happening is that I ended up documenting my pregnancy and the unexpected um, happening of becoming single during that pregnancy So my daughters were born premature and they spent a month in the neonatal unit. So I ended up documenting that whole period with the Polaroid film. And what I ended up creating was the work that is called Vessel. And while on the surface that's a documentation of a very um, private, visceral time, underneath it all, It's an exploration of storytelling. So the way that Vessel originally is exhibited is that, well, it's got a process to it. So it's about a 100 Polaroid photos. Mm -hmm. And I um, love them because they've got a beautiful object quality in themselves. And there is a writing element, a storytelling element to Vessel in that I will go through the photos and I will do... I call it free writing, but I guess it's not necessarily that. I will do a written response that's very unedited and free flowing. And then the physical works go on the wall and the written work is written underneath each Polaroid and pencil. For that exhibition, that is the story that is told. At the end of that exhibition, that's rubbed off the wall and that version of the story is never seen again. When the work's exhibited again, I do the free writing exercise, and of course the story's changed. So it's really, at the heart of the work, it's a commentary on how a story can change with time and a shift in perspective and distance. So it's been exhibited twice, so the story's changed twice, and this video work is, I guess, it's third outing, and in different form this time, which has been amazing. So the images
0: themselves, I mean, they begin during pregnancy and they sometimes even move like from week to week, week 36, mm-hmm. week 37, and we see the difference. Yeah. And they're right yeah. through till you know, the after the baby's been born and you're feeding them. There's a school of thought that says to really remember something, don't take pictures of it. Six years later, how do the images in this work sort of tell you with your memory of the experience of being pregnant and becoming a new mother?
1: Yeah, the time, the time was one of quite a lot of, turmoil and I thought that I would revisit the imagery this time and in my mind I had quite a different work that came out and I thought that it would be a lot calmer but what ended up coming out was a little bit more chaotic and there was still a lot of that turmoil in there. When I looked back at some of the photos sometimes you can process things or memories That you really couldn't think about at the time. So, the first time that Vessel was shown, the exhibition was, I mean, a day or two after myself and the twins got home from the hospital. So, they were about a month old. I was very much in the thick of it. And I personally have never seen either exhibition of Vessel. Obviously, the first time I was at home with babies and The second time it was shown up in Whakatane um, in the mother exhibition, which, which was curated by Sarah Hudson. And I just wasn't able to make it up. And also I think maybe that was okay. Maybe I wasn't quite ready to see it. I always love photos for their memory recall properties. You know, they're such important holders of a memory. The way you remember something definitely shifts with time which is what the work talks about. I very much looked at them and it was visceral. And I was just, I think this time around, the writing's very much about bodily, visceral stuff. It's not so much about hurt or pain or or, or more um, personal things that maybe the first two iterations were about.
0: Well, let, let's talk about that accompanying monologue because you talked about how with the photographs you'd write on the wall. But here, of yeah. course, it's it's a spoken monologue on the soundtrack, which you've described as being somewhere between a stream of consciousness and a poem. And this was actually quite a late addition to the work, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, so I work always in a very layered way. Photography is my first love, painting and collage. And I feel like while I'm a branch into multi-disciplinary areas um those are always at the genesis of all my practice and layering is always something I just am drawn to doing and you'll see it in my imagery and -hmm. it's what I initially had planned for the sound and it was to be more of a soundscape and I was you know fossicking in my archives. Um, I had a lot of videos from the time that we were in the hospital. So we stayed in the hospital for a month and the girls were in the neonatal unit. I was really quite fascinated with the, the sound, the beeps. If anyone's ever used an electronic, if you've ever heard an electronic breast milk pump, you know, they've got, it was all about <laughs> those sounds and, and they were always going to be, the writing was always going to be there, but initially it was to be combined with this layered soundscape. But it was when um, you actually pointed me in the direction of MD um, Brown's work.
0: That's the one, I yeah. Think. So just to um, cue the listener, and MD Brown is, is another filmmaker on Circuit who made this sort of trio of three eight millimeter film works in the 2000s, which are all, there's sort of like a person lying awake at night recollecting something from memory and images flash into their head.
1: Yeah. I realized I had been overthinking it. Really, that was the truest form, was to be a spoken monologue by itself, because that actually mirrors the other exhibitions where it's just written in pencil on the wall. There's no other complicating factors. It's the photos, it's the imagery, and it's the words. And so that really helped me just pare it back a bit. And I think it works a lot better than what I originally had.
0: And what about the nature of the site itself? The work was commissioned for Mason Screen, which is a very transient kind of space. How did the site affect uh, your crafting of the work?
1: Yeah, when I initially um, put the proposal forward and had a big think about what could go there and I went and visited the site and, you know, I love the concrete, um, I love the, yeah, transient people are moving through and I, a lot of my work, deals with the personal, the domestic, the intimate. I'm very fond of telling stories autobiographically. I'm very fond of telling stories of things that otherwise might be considered mundane and everyday. Parenthood, caregiving, domesticity, motherhood. Sometimes we don't see these as much. And I just thought that a... The, the visuals ended up being very bodily and visceral, but the content itself is about intimacy, it's about it's about birth, it's about motherhood, it's about caring, it's about grief. And I thought that was very intimate and it would be quite a nice contrast to the space itself. And I also thought that I thought that if people only caught a snippet of any of it, that's actually true to the initial, thought behind the whole vessel project, which is just stories shift with perspective, they shift with time, they shift with healing, they shift with memory, and for a lot of people, they only get a snippet of a story. And so I just thought it all worked, but to bring <laughs> a little bit of um visceral motherhood to the CBD, you know, I thought that would be cool.
0: I wanted to ask you about an earlier work you made in 2015 called Product of New Zealand, um, Mm. which is quite a performative work. You stand against the wall, almost like a a living human screen while a series of images of people and places are projected on you. So we see pictures of what seems to be home, the church, the beach, maybe not just in New Zealand, but all over the world. Am I right in thinking that this, these images projected on you are a sort of blend of maybe places, you know, and places you don't or lived and maybe unlived
1: experiences. That work was, yeah, absolutely. That work was part of a larger body of work that was produced during my, I think it was a graduate diploma year at Fete And I was very much exploring. So I love archives. I love photography, obviously. I love familial archives, your family archives, your photo albums, um, artifacts of a life. In my job, I'm a librarian in my day job, and my other life, and sometimes I get to work in our local history archives. And one of my most favourite things always is people's pictures of everyday life. They hold way more power and importance to me with that distance of time than I think those people ever would have thought. Mm. And so um, that video... So I went into our family archives, which is a, a whole lot of boxes in a garage. And I pulled out albums. So they're all family photos. Some of them are albums of my dad's and my mom, you know, before I was born, uh-huh. um, even before they met each other. And others are pictures of me, my our lives, you know, growing up. And then I've always been fascinated with projecting, projecting onto yourself, obviously this latest work I've projected onto Milk. And a lot of my work is again autobiographical, trying to look at what my experience was, trying to bring it to life through art so it can have a a little space somewhere. And a lot of that was talking about my whakapapa. So my through my father, he is Samoan, and we, you know, from the village of Salalalonga, and he came to Aotearoa in the 1970s. And through my mother, she's the daughter of Dutch um, immigrants who came in the 1950s. So our family's narrative of bringing us here is one of migration and, and diaspora. And I think, yeah, just going through the photos and projecting them, on the body and, and having it, just thinking about those things, but also memory. What even is memory? What does it look like when you project it on yourself? And how does, again, it's back to that photo, always to the photo, the object, rifling through albums. So that's how that work kind of came about.
0: An archive of an archive almost.
1: Yeah, gosh, yeah. Archive of an archive. And you can go on, on and on and it's just fascinating. Often a key... F- Part of my work is they'll, you, I'll go through analog, digital, analog, digital cycles. So you've got an analog photo, you scanned it, you've turned it into light and you're projecting it. And often I'll go through that cycle many times. I just find that fascinating. Yeah. Could we talk a little bit about your work
0: with the collective 7558? I'm a huge admirer of uh, what the collective does. Um, beautiful works there's three on the circuit site. They're this mixture of uh, well there's a lot of self the self-portraiture involved. there's uh, animated imagery in there as well. Um, could you talk a little bit about who's in Seven five five eight? What brought you all together?
1: It's always my great pleasure to be part of seven Five Five Eight Collective, and I always am excited when we come together. um working collectively is amazing. So seven five five eight is, Jamie Berry, um, Te Kahurere Taumata, and Piki Haina, and myself. And yeah, we've worked together in the past to create installations or multimedia um, audio visual works where um, we come together and bring our individual talents and strengths and ideas, and then create these works that are bigger than ourselves. So that's what working collectively really is about. We've had some great works together and 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 you'll find a lot of that. It's about showcasing real lives, giving a platform to show people in their power and in their strength. And then this beautiful, yeah, collage, layered aesthetic where everything's brought together. And then obviously always the beautiful soundscapes. Now I can't take credit for those. That's not my that's definitely not my domain but um Has working in the collective uh, changed your solo
0: practice in any way
1: oh i learned so much from my collective mates and it and it's given me ideas it's given me just the joy of being when we do come together and being together and we haven't really done anything together in the last little while they've all been busy doing amazing projects and i'm always just so proud of them (laughs) well
0: thanks liala congratulations on your new work it'll be on the circuit site sometime in the future but for now it's on mason's screen got your other work up on on the site as well and of course there's the 7558 works as well so no excuses everyone uh (laughs) thanks for joining us today on circuit cast
1: thank you so much for having me